This episode is brought to you by Rick's Eyewear. Eyewear that inspires confidence. If you would like to buy some premium eyewear, sunglasses, blue light frames, prescription, head online now, rickseyewear.com.au and check it out. Caps has been Australia's home of headwear since 2012. From snapback to fitted, curved peak to flat peak, our hats will fit anyone and everyone. Since then, we've grown and evolved into the leaders of US sports apparel in Australia. Head online at caps.com.au and check it out. Righto, let's get into the show. Welcome, lads. <laughs> <laughs> just sat down. Good to yeah, see yeah, you. Yeah. I can't be fucked doing intros on this show. We just get straight into it. Oh, <laughs> it's um, it's pretty funny. So you were, you couldn't find the van. You've gone to the wrong van to yeah. find the Rolling Media van. Big yeah. shout out to Braden. Yeah, yeah well done, Braden. mate. Thank Everyone you. always <laughs> has something to say about the van, but today you've gone to the wrong bloke and tapped on the wrong door. Mate, they're actually they're filming a um, I don't know some commercial or something up there. So I thought this this is looking a bit serious for a little podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, Tommy goes, who? I said, yeah, that must be him then. So uh, anyway, still got, he's made it. still got his hair and makeup done. Yeah. <laughs> Use them. Use them. Oh, we're speaking about hair. We have we have two sponsors and one of them is Cap. So we'll, uh, we'll put that on the head later, boys. Yeah. But um, The Raiders Cap. We yeah. Do you, do you follow American yeah. sport? Are you big American sport fans? Mate, do you know what? At the moment, time-wise, we don't have time to be dedicating to be following anything in particular, mm. but... We do love the um, love the NBA, love the um, love NFL the, the as well. oh mate, I actually love it. I actually yeah. love the NFL. Love it. Yeah. I've, I've still never been, but we've spoken about mm. before on the bucket list. Got to get to one of those Super well, Bowls. Together, fans can put something together. Oh yeah, I'm happy to be ambassador at the Super Bowl. Bowl. Yeah, 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 so now got to get there one day. Have you been? I uh, haven't been to a Super Bowl. No, yeah. my mates went to the one in Miami. Yeah, and I just got all the videos and yeah, photos. Yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah, yeah and then obviously boys. we had yeah. the COVID on the end of it. So they were speaking about it every day for two yeah. years. Yeah. But um, I will get to the next one. I think it's in Arizona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Arizona. Was and then the, year, the year after Vegas is, Vegas is the year Vegas. after. Vegas. I reckon I reckon that's what we, we should try. Yeah, okay. yeah, we should try. I think everyone in the world's trying to get to that. That'll be huge. Yeah, extra dollars that week for the ticket. I remember talking to a mate about going to LA for this year. Yep, we're talking about that. Three years ago. Yeah. And then obviously two years of shitstorm. Yeah. We're lucky to go to Rosebud Caravan Park. With <laughs> 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 our budget. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. That's great. Well, I should introduce everyone. We've got um, Nick and Dan Russian here that uh, the kings of the nightclub scenes and hospitality entertainment and the rest. So I do appreciate your time, lads. It is, uh, you know, you don't get much time on the side with everything going on. But um, yeah, I'm really excited to, to get into hospitality, really. And it's been a big couple of years. So. I mean, just before we do go forward, let's go back. Can you give me a bit of an, uh, a background on, you know, how you, you know, where you brought up, your education, where you did grow up, yeah. um, and, and how you fell into, I guess, the nightclub hospitality entertainment scene? Being so stupid, really. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, where, do, where does it begin? Where does it begin? So our, our background is similar to yourself, sporting background. Um, played a lot of footy and uh, AFL and, and uh, VFL or VFA, VFA back, back then, then wasn't yep. it? Back, yep. It's 100 years ago when mm-hmm. we were playing. Just still a couple of strands of hair. Like. Um, <laughs> so if we break it down, that was a big part of our network when you look back mm. at step one. Uh, you go a further step back and we started working in hospitality during our school holidays uh, at a place called the Middle Park Hotel. Oh, great establishment. I was a uh, 15, 16. I was a busboy. Daniel got me the job there. Mm-hmm. Dad got you the job there. Yep. And I kept the job, which it, was good. Yeah, I was good at doing that. So we were um, working bars 
um, Sales of Bussy picking up the glasses, mopping up the spew. Yeah, that, that was yeah. the highlight. Yeah, yeah. 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 Cleaning, like cleaning the ashtrays and everything back then. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the old yeah. Uh, ashtray sitting there, dead set. Like neither of us have ever been smokers. That's one thing we've never picked up in the ever. Hospo game nah. ever is that neither nah. of us have been smokers. Nah. And you'd be sitting there, and it's just mad to actually cast your mind back when they had an ashtray sitting there, and you'd be watching the cigarette burn, oh, just down, down, mate. down like that, and you'd be ingesting that five nights a week, yeah. so you'd be just, you know, oh, yeah. fresh as a daisy yeah, come yeah, the weekend. Really good for <laughs> Especially, we're both still playing footy, footy then, at that yeah. stage. Yeah. So, yeah, you just stink. get there, and your guts, and your hair, and your, your hair is stink. We had hair once before. Down here, down here. And it'd be roiking, you'd get home, and you'd stink, and anyway, yeah, that was all. All part of the fun yeah. back then, and, and you know, and it is. It's part of Australian sort of folklore now, and hospitality, and um, you know. Yeah. And thank Christ that they. Uh, well, that was probably the best thing that ever happened, wasting it really. Cutting getting, out the, getting smoking, the, the smoking. Yeah. 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 Are they vaping now? There's a lot of vapes now. Vaping now. Right. We we let it go on outside rather than inside. I'm actually not sure what the regulations are. If you, you're allowed. You're, to, no, you're not. No, 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 you no. Glad you're. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. But from from our end, we um yeah we started off with with sporting backgrounds. So we had a, a big network of friends in sports. We were working in, um, it, was a, it was a cool happening bar pub at the mm. time where all the who's who were going. So we were young and we were getting to know these different people. At the same time, we were working and learning the caper of working in, you know, in hospitality. Um, and then all the, the, anyone who's in the, like the media, any of that now, yeah, they, they were, were all they the ones start now coming it. through it all. So it was, it was, and I know for us, the first shift I walked in, there were a couple of wogs from Templestowe yeah. walking in. There was like, how long's this shit been going yeah, on for? Yeah. There were glamours here and celebrities. Yeah, celebrities are going on. We yeah, went right. to work at the local pub. The old man goes, no, nah, mate. He goes, listen, I'll, you're going to work at this place, Middle Park. Going, where, yeah, where yeah. We said, well, I remember saying, I said, why don't we just go and work at the Donny Inn? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he goes, mate. He well, said, trust me. I'll put, have I ever put you in the wrong direction? <laughs> he said. So, Mum and Dad used to drive us to work. It'd be 45 minutes from. Oh, yeah, from Tempe. To, yeah. to Middle Park. And um, he drove, said, mate, I'm putting you in touch with all the right people. So we went there and it was the right, it was the, it was the bar Bambi of its time. It was yeah, all the absolutely. right happening people. Yeah. And um, yes, we were, so we were learning the caper. We were building a, a great network of, of influential people, as yeah. you'd say now. Um, we had our different um, background of sporting where mm. we had our big networks. Off the back of that, I, I I ended up started doing a bit of modelling work as well. So ended up again. I told you I had hair once upon a time. <laughs> um, end up building a network of people around around that area as well. So when we sort of bundled it all in together, we had the 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 network from the bars that we were working at. Mm. We had our different sporting background of you know AFL players, VFL players, the modelling girls and guys background as well. So when we did stop working at these pubs and whatnot, we started promoting and putting all of these like-minded people who would now be called influencers, right, yeah. into the one pot and it worked. You know, that footballer, he liked that girl, that girl liked that footballer, that um, celeb, you know, th they all just had the same sort of mindset and it all gelled. Mm. And over the course of the years, you know, we refined our skills and our knowledge and and um, worked with some good people and um, um, you know, and we and we kept you know, everyone gets influences from everywhere, but then you end up having your own interpretation of, of how you think things should work. And we end up 
you know, buying into our first bar, which was Aqua, Aqua Bar. bar and then 20, so, yeah. yeah, 20 years ago. Where was yeah. that located? St Kilda Road. St Kilda Road. Yep. Which was um, a, a hell of learning, an experience. It was, yeah. Good learning it, it, curve. Us, yep. we, we, it, it gave us obviously confidence in what we could do and produce, yep. but it also allowed us to learn what we shouldn't be doing. And yep. we learned a couple of hard lessons out of that, which was yep. fine, which never hurt us, but yep. Yep. certainly hurt the ego at the time. Yes. Yep. Um, but it was, you know, I said it was a good learning curve. And then that sort of set us up when you went out and did your own. And did boutique, yeah. So before yeah. we go to boutique, what was yeah. like one lesson without getting too far into it, but any lessons there that you then learned and carried on to maybe boutique and Eve? I think it was probably from a legal perspective, yeah, it was, was probably the policies biggest thing. Yeah, that. policies, yep. procedures, but, but yeah, more so. Yeah, just more so the legalities of yeah. uh, and licensing. Especially around liquor licensing, licensing which yeah. has been your real forte. Yeah, so yeah. so from there, sort of obviously took a bit more of a keen interest in going, okay, well, let's not make the same mistakes again, which yeah. you're going to do that in any business or, or anything you do, you yeah, know. Fine. So, yeah, so that was the that was the biggest thing that we took out of that and uh, a few hangovers as well. Yeah. <laughs> but on the whole, yeah, that was the biggest thing for us. And, yeah, and, and since then have been a real stickler. Yeah, that that's basically before we've gone into any other business afterwards. It's like okay, it's scarred us really. We 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 were young blokes and we had a number of uh, business partners, and we went into it realistically. There was something that was they, well, they'd not, they'd already had a number of fines from liquor licensing or or. or yeah, it wasn't kosher. Yeah, what, so we, we, walked, we went into, we, in a we didn't know that it was, you know what I mean? Yeah, but what yeah, we yeah. knew how to do is we knew how to bring people to the venue with, with our promotional background, you know, our network. So they had this venue there that was starving and we said, all right, well, cool. Well, in we go and we bought in there and we brought the people and we brought monstrous number of people think, there and, and it was, it was and, chock a block. And it freaked yeah. them out actually because they, they knew we could bring the people. They, they had didn't no know idea we could how, many how many And like yeah. there was debt set, a queue of about a 1,000 out the front the trying front. to get into a place yeah. which held, what did it hold? 250 people, yeah. 300 yeah. people, you yeah. know. So that must be a nightmare I when everyone's at the front and you're like, oh, let mate, in. I remember <laughs> when the, the the first night when one of our partners came in and goes, oh, fuck, we need to get you blokes a bigger joint. And then anyway, we did well out of that. We learnt a lot out of that. Um, and from there, when we sold out of there, we went our own ways. Mm. I ended up, um, I got offered uh, uh, to buy into Boutique, which at the time was dead, starving. No one knew about a venue. Mm. Um, and I ended up buying into that and built that up um, and was there for a couple of years, sold out of there. And then when I sold out of there, we started Eve. Eve, yep. And that was a you know a couple of year process, you know, getting it all set up and everything. Um, and then going into that, that was a that was a, a really tough setup because just again, there's another skill set you're learning about setting things up from scratch and rather than buying into an established place that's already built and whatnot. Um, you were setting everything up from, oh, so you guys, from scratch. Oh, wow. From wow. scratch. You mm. built it. It was an empty shell. We built it. Okay. This sounds so silly, but you've, you've got so much planning that goes into building it. And then once you do build it, then you've got to open it. And these are silly. Okay. Where do the forks go? Oh, okay. Um, all right. They should be going there. Yeah. Where do the, where do the bowls go? Oh, they should be there. Where did that go? Yeah. There, there. Like there is 12 months of that. Yeah. yeah of, wow. Oh, where's this? Go? And nobody knows. 
we don't know at the time. We're trying to work out the most. Of it. it sounds so so minor, and I'm giving a very small example of it, right? But those first twelve months that you're in a business, even now with Bambi, it's exactly the same. It's exactly the same exactly thing the again. Same. It's like, okay, well, where does that go? Where does that go? Where yeah. does that go? How do you want this to operate? How do you want that to operate? And you're working it out yourself as you're going along because certain things that worked for you at a previous venue work at the new venue. Certain things that that mm. at your previous venue that did work don't work at this yeah. new venue. So you need to be yeah. coming up with new ways to be. Um, to be uh, attacking it. So those first twelve months, you're just so busy with with getting systems and and uh, the operations so efficient mm. before really putting your foot down on the marketing. And still today, even with Bambi, we feel as though we haven't, <coughs> we haven't put done our, much at all. We haven't we haven't put our foot down on the marketing to the full extent that we could as yet. We've done it mostly just social media driven, which has gone well. But we haven't gone down all the other avenues mm. that we um, that we still have up our sleeves. So mm. we're just really right now. It's about getting all of our team and business infrastructure and operations efficiently efficient as possible and then once that's all 100 percent, then it's like okay cool boom let's yeah. go step, step nah, it's it great yeah, insight yeah, yeah it's great insight how many people let's go back to eve how many people were involved in that from the you know the shell up once uh, it was built and running as in, as in uh, on a nightly basis from an employee yeah but even during the week we spoke about how you do all the planning midweek yeah. and then obviously at yeah, the big well, nights how many people on those meetings well, to talk? begin with it was just nick and i so wow. that that's this because you can't just go in there. There's there's not an endless pool of money, money there. You can just go, yeah, cool. There's a grand for yeah. you, a week grand for you, whatever yeah. it happens to be. So it's like, okay, cool. And we were sitting there licking the envelope, sealing them, yeah, doing the post the post. post this, don't forget, this is pre-social media as well. Yeah. So we'd be getting there. You'd be calling all these people because even text messages still oh, didn't wow. work properly back then, unless you're on the same network. Yeah. Right. It was still the the arse end of that. Yeah. So you'd be calling them. Yeah. Write down. Had the Excel spreadsheet. Form that out. Print them out. Wow. On, onto labels, you know, so as you, and, as you and I, peeling it at, out. at first it was you and I, and we had uh, a bar manager and a and a, no, like a, a duty manager. A duty manager. Yeah. So there was four of us, and then we got someone to assist us in the office, and then we had a, a head promoter for the Thursday, a head promoter for the Friday, a head promoter. Never had a head no, promoter no, for Saturday. Was, yeah, a head promoter for the Thursday. There was three of them. Yep. And then below those three head promoters, there was like hundred. Hosts. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so we'd have a weekly meeting every Tuesday with these three boys and we'd map out what's ahead for the, you know, six months in advance. Mm. So we're always well and truly ahead. Then we had the same for the Friday, a key person, and they had all of their team underneath them. And then on the Saturday, I was driving that and ended up getting a marketing assistant to come and help there who could who could help program it. And then I had we had another person who would look after the actual hosts under him. Um you know, so, so in terms of an actual team across everyone, there was uh, there was five hundred people involved. Yeah, in it. and yeah. then they got security, Secur- bar staff, security, bar staff, yeah. uh, cleaners, bus boys, DJs, DJs, DJs. Yep. You know, so if you looked at the cloakroom, cloakroom, yep. You know, so in terms of your your <laughs> full time, the full time staff, there was like eleven really. You know, oh, his, as in from who were in there on a daily, daily basis. basis. But then you had this start. Like, so and then you, before, the you put put you down self for forty a night. Yeah, easy, probably easily. Like easy. maybe plus fourteen guards, fourteen guards. Yeah. Plus you have twenty bar staff. Plus you'd have, yeah. you know, make, another make, eight eight um, 
You know, so yeah, it's so full you, on, yeah, and it's, a, you, a and it's a lot of personalities that you you know you're not just a, a bar owner or manager or whatever it is. You're you're a part time psychologist yeah. as well, you know, and and you know yourself through playing fully. You know, not not everyone likes to get yelled at. Mind you, that's not our philosophy either. We don't. Mm. We've never been a yeller and scream. No. It doesn't doesn't get you anywhere. No. I, I've never liked being yelled at, so no. I can't ex- expect no, I don't others. Think anyone does, but you yeah. know, certain people like to be revved up in a certain way. People sometimes you got to be a bit more so, you know a bit softer with them. You got to coerce them. A little bit more, you know, rub mm. them on the back a bit more, and you get more out of them. So same comes with staff as well. Is that Sometimes exactly right. You can, you, you've you can, just got to you know, be give them a pat on the back yeah. to get the best yeah. out of them. Some yeah. people they're, they're just slack asses, and they need to get a, a they boot. need to get a they need to get a boot up the ass to, yeah. to get them moving, and, and they respond. So. Yeah, it's great. No, yeah. and then you have got peanuts like me messaging it, mate. I'm at the front with four. <laughs> <laughs> but mate, but that's our game though too. Yeah. And, and when people, you know, you'll get a message. You say, oh, mate, I'm sorry to message, mate. If you're not messaging us, well, there ain't no business. You know, so you know, never a hassle. No, it never yeah. is. You know, we, we we love it. Great, thank it was you. Great. For taking you guys the time. are always so good, and all my mates. We always went there, and I still have so many great memories. And yeah. you guys were always there as well. That's something always. that you should be proud of. Always. I guess it's always that's we you, sl- you wouldn't have went to bed till four a.m. every Saturday. It must and have been hard. Later, because we had a five a.m. license. Yeah. So by the time we'd get out, yeah. You'd hang around a bit longer than me and yeah. have a knock off because you're in the door. But yeah. you know, I'd, I'd always be home by sort of five thirty, six, and he'd be sort of six, six thirty. 30 by yeah, the time does that take home. its toll? Oh, fucking know that does. Yeah. yeah, yeah, of course it does. And then you'd, um, I know, with me, I'd still make, I'd still make sure that I'd wake up, you know, by nine thirty ish, ten. Yeah, by nine thirty, ten. So I'd be exhausted by the night time. So I'd fall asleep on the couch at like eight o'clock that night, and I'd wake up at like eight the yeah. next day. And then you'd get yourself back into the the office work routine. routine. So then the next day you'd be up at seven thirty. Mm. The next day you'd be up at seven. Yeah. The next day it's back to Thursday night, and you're up till late again. Mm. And then you, you know, yeah, so, yeah. so it's um, it, it, it does take its toll on the body, but you have to give yourself good, you know, um, put yourself into good habits. Yep. Um, and good routine. Would you to, drink a lot on the night? We always see it's always up and about. You'd be yeah. you'd be consuming heaps of alcohol as well. Mate, I'd always have a drink. You know, that's my job inside being a being a host of the of the night. You know, or a, or a publican really. That's what it yep. is. If you look yeah. at the old style publican, you know, you're there. You got your mates coming in. Yeah, mate, come in. Let's have it. Can I buy you a drink, mate? Yeah, of course. And you know, you make sure you yeah. buy them a couple more. And someone, oh, mate, let's have a drink. Yeah. And, mate, let's have a drink. <laughs> mate, that's what you do. You spend your entire night doing that. You yeah. Know? So I got the night. I just get people spitting at me, trying to. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say you're at the front. Me, so it was really, it was just yeah. talking about yeah. uh, juxtapositions. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So yeah, I, I had the grouse side of it. Yeah. 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 I said, I owned a nightclub for ten years and walked away with no mates. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Good, good, good job. Good job. Good job. Good job. Was yeah. there on the front though? Was there like give me some insight onto the the positive, but also the negative? What would be some things that people would say and do to? Oh, look, you know, actually the funny parts would be they they. They were my brother, or they were Nick's brother, who were coming oh, up, funny. asking, you know, when they rock up to the front door, yeah, I'm, I'm Nick and Dan's brother, or their cousin, or they're this, and you sit there, and you just got to have a laugh about it yeah. sometimes. But you also get, you know, you, you get the shits eventually as well along the way. But look, that was always that was always funny. Some of the stuff. Dad's a lawyer. There was a lot of dad kids oh, out yeah. there with dads who were lawyers. They were going to come back and sue us because we didn't let them in. And oh, my dad's gang you know, gangster. Gang shoot, yeah. yeah, go okay. Yeah, that'll be fun. Call just the cues around oh, that way. Yeah. <laughs> Bring them all in. You know, BYO gun next week yeah. if you like, boys. Um, but look, like for us, <clears throat> and you know, we've all been to clubs and we've all been knocked back at places and all the rest. of it. Every person who came there has to be treated with some kind of dignity. 
And the, the game that we're in is about aesthetics. And, you know, sometimes you need to make sure who you're choosing, you know that they're going to blend well with the next yeah. yeah, that's that's, that's based on more, that's based on personality. On you know exactly what I mean? Right. So, so and, there's and, a certain, there's a certain dress code that needs to be. That's it. Matt. You, know, you know, that's it. Like if you go to the MCC, there's a certain correct. You know, yeah. there's a certain um, and you know, guideline with dress code and all the rest it. of it. And and we don't we don't care about what somebody wears in general. You can wear underpants on your head for all we care. But in terms of us running our business, yeah, there has to be, be a dress a code. code that needs yeah. to apply because otherwise, that person who's worn his three piece suit for the night for his special occasion, taking out, you know, for his birthday party, I want to go somewhere nice and classy, and I'm all dressed up and going to spend more money because of it. All of a sudden, he's in there next to the person who. He's wearing his thongs and shorts and his okanuis and yeah. he's no, on no, his head, right? It. I've got nothing against him personally, but there's a certain dress code that if that's where you wear, go yeah. to the pub. And yeah. don't, don't get me wrong, we, we love that. That's how we prefer to get around. Oh. But but when you're trying to, you know, well, it's a brand. It's a brand. That's it. It's the brand. So, so and it's and you and, and you would and you just treat those people with respect, uh, not instead of you know the old yeah. walking up. And you go, nah, not tonight, mate. Yeah, well, yeah. it doesn't matter. and it doesn't matter what kind of a person you are. You're going to get your back up when you hear something like that. Yeah. So, you know, mm. you'd always have a, a chat and, and treat people with respect. So I was sort of preempting where you're going with how many, was there any dramas and stuff like that? It was because of speaking to people in that particular manner and, and giving them the time that eliminated all that. If you wanted to have a fight, you could do that every night. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. You don't want to be an people. Yeah, no, nah, no one Easy likes that. Done. And it leaves a sour taste in your mouth. People go, oh, oh we're not going there, there, yeah. you know, this, Mate, that. And, yeah. and there's no fun in in fighting. It's not about fun. It's hospitality. It's about welcoming, getting you in the place and, and having yeah. a good night, not about, um, you know, hey, geez, it was good. Yeah, we six of us bashed one bloke tonight. That was a good yeah, night. Yeah, yeah well yeah, done, nah, guys. You're, nah. you're, you're superstars, you know. Yeah, so yeah. Take that 1980s element out of it. Yeah. And, um I must say, I never really never saw any trouble. We did touch wood, we didn't, and I still say touch wood now that we don't. I'm just in the habit of doing it. Yeah. You know, like you, we, it was we, always we a good and, time. You, you, that's it. You, you know, you, you're going to get that odd occasion, that once a year occasion yep. where you might get a goose who comes to your front door or, or might sneak through. But overall, you, you know, we've always run a pretty tight ship. Yeah. Mm. Now, well done. And we'll go, I'm going to ask you guys heaps of questions later on. Some uh, Tommy's 10, they're very fun and upbeat, yeah, pretty random. But <laughs> yeah, we'll go into together events. That's another company that you guys have set up. Yeah. How do you just sit there and go, you know, there's a lot of work that goes into everything else you're doing and then you go, I've got an idea. Mm. You know, having an idea, then bringing it out and actually, you know, fulfilling the idea. Yeah. How does it start? And 100%, 100%. then how like did get, that start? You get, you get, you know, you do have so many, so often someone might say, oh, I've got this idea. I had some bloke who came to me and goes, oh, I've got this idea, you know. I said, oh, yeah, cool, mate. Someone else has also said the same idea to me and someone else and he's oh well you can't do it with them because it was my idea hang on a second mate there's so many st just because someone comes up with an idea like i want to build an airplane you know okay cool how do i do it you know you you, you have to go through the mechanics of how to make it to make it work so step one with us is we always look at well at the time with together events for example we looked at what the marketplace was doing and it seemed as though that whole festival market was you know people were saving themselves for that that big the long out, weekend that long weekend yep. and all the rest and we found that with our club um we weren't as busy on those dates and in terms of running a venue week in week out week in week out it's very difficult to continue to keep the hype around mm. your venue versus you doing a one-off party you build it up you create that hype 
boom, you execute it, done. It's limited, mm. there's less. Love it. So then when it comes around again, people are excited for it again. So we were seeing that, you know, just keeping a general eye on market, that that's where that's the, where people yeah. that's It was the New Year's are. Eve one that we, we started off with, which yep. that's where the, the market was because yep. back in that, 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 that stage, it was all about the day parties. Yeah. And each year people were going, oh, yeah, no one wanted to do anything New Year's Eve anymore. No. But every New Year's Eve, everyone goes, oh, what are we going to do? Oh, yeah. I don't know. So it's like, oh, hang on, let's create something here, yeah. which – People are going to want to go out to again, and lo and behold, bang! It started that New Year's Eve yeah. party again, and yeah. we were able to capture that and, and do it. Quite are you guys well. New Year's Eve men or New Year's Day men traditionally? Because I've always been an Eve, but uh, now I'm getting a bit older. It's becoming a day thing. Mate, you know? I actually can't remember the last time that I went out on New Year's Eve where I wasn't really working. So yeah, it's oh, actually, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. actually hard to think about now. Yeah, really, yeah, yeah. you know. But I've, I've always enjoyed. I have to. Oh God, it's over twenty years ago. Yeah, well, doing we're, the day, yeah, doing the day, doing the day, tops off, tops off, <laughs> yeah, doing that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, tops off, fist pumps all oh, around, you know, yeah. push ups in prime <laughs> condition, the this job, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but now you know, like back to your question, you know, uh, you, you'll see where a market is moving, and you go, do you know, I think there's a um, there's an opportunity for us, and then you look at that opportunity, and then you assess, okay, well, what are the key mechanics of being able to execute that idea. Okay, well, all right, well, step one, we need a venue. Step a location with a, okay, that location needs to be unique. It needs to have a liquor license. Or if you're building your own site, you need to go through a long drawn out process. But we've gone, we started there at venues to now where we build our own sites. Do you know what I mean? But it started there and then your, your business over time evolves. But step one, we found a location. It was unique. It had a liquor license up to a certain point. Um, it had a lot of outdoor elements, you know, then we looked at the business model. Okay. We, all right. How can the numbers stack up? All right. Well, we can sell sponsorship. Okay. For X, Y, and Z, someone to be the naming rights partner, the next person to be the person, the, the drink that's going to be served on the night. Um, you know, and then broke it down. Okay, cool. We can bring in X amount of money into the pool that way. Then we've got our next revenue stream from selling tickets. All right, if we make it extra exclusive, then we can bump the price up. We run that, do our budget, our costs associated are going to be X, Y, and Z, and boom, and away we went. So the first time you ever do it, you never do it 100% right. By about the third time around, that's when you get it 100% right. And even the same with our bar as well, back to what we are saying before, you're in those early setup phases of that business and you're continually trying to improve the offering and improve the systems around it. And then over time, okay, that one party's perfected now. All right, cool. We've got time. Let's do another one. Mm. Okay. Perfected. Let's do another one. Let's do another one and then see where the um, where the business takes its own journey. I love it. I love the way you broke that down. What's been the most successful party you've thrown? With together events. Uh, together. I reckon it was the rooftop party at Crown that we did after Derby Day going back I reckon oh. it was three years ago. Yeah. So that was a that was a, an amazing venue. And I think Crown's just such a prestigious place. The rooftop itself was amazing. Great view. You've got the hotel there. All the who's who were there. I thought that was probably our best Sounds event good. that we've done. Mm. Um, but outside of that, our best best night that we ever did with, with our 
clubs and that. I reckon it'd grand be finals. grand final night. Sydney oh, Swans. Yeah, grand final yeah. night at Eve. I reckon back. I was there that yeah, night. Yeah, everyone was there. I'll I never mean, forget it was a record-taking night. Yes, that was handy. And everyone was there. Shane Mumford was in the building. Yeah, Big Mama was a great man, the Big Mama. The whole joint was sausage. It was levitating. I actually drove few of the boys back to their hotel rooms at the end because it was just pain. Even at the very end of it, Yeah. It was still chock a block the place. Yeah. That was the best party I reckon. Yeah, that was. But then the Hawthorne. Hawthorne, uh, man, that was always good too. That so was, I reckon that was the year we lost. I think we were there as well. That's right. Yeah, because yeah, I was in the corner carrying on right. like because I was emergency. So all the boys yeah. were, you know, flat as yeah. I, I was flat, but I was fresh. They yeah. were knackered. Yeah. And I just remember being in that corner. Remember you just had those little yeah. boosts in the corner? Who got the bill, but they would have been stunning beauty. Yeah. No, that was it was two thousand and eight. So yeah, it was the one after two thirteen was when I was there. Yeah, when you were there, yeah. So two thousand and eight when they beat Geelong when they weren't expected to. Oh, early days. And then Nick ended up with Buddy's Jumper after Hawthorne, yeah, after he was won. he was flat. He had a shouldn't say no, this. no, leave it out. Yeah, yeah, cut that out. No, 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 no. He was flat. He was he, he's, he's a lovely bloke. He wasn't happy that he didn't have a great game, and I think he had a blue with his missus, missus on the night. The and he uh, this is his ex missus, and he goes here, mate. Here's my jumper, and he walked out. He goes so anyway. I'm I ended up I ended up I ended up keeping it in my wardrobe for. For our, in our wardrobe for about five years, I reckon. I, by the time we end up giving, I kept saying, "Mate, you need this jumper back." He goes, "No." So eventually, we got it back to him. I'm sitting, uh, now I'm sitting on the yeah. couch the next morning. Like, Nick walks out holding this. I go, the "Fuck's that?" Yeah. I go, I go "What was like the Holy Grail?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding? He goes, yeah. "No." I go, "He's bloody mad." This yeah, boy. yeah. So, yeah. so, so he's left it behind. He left, he left it, it behind. He left it. I reckon it's at least three years to if five he, years that we had it. If Nick didn't hound him. Yeah, we still have it. it. No, it's just sitting there with the grass stains the whole yeah, time. Still yeah, still stunning. Yeah, yeah. Trying to get, get his uh, footy back I in know, a day, and I you've know. got his premiership jersey. I, I was thinking that the other night. I was thinking that the other night. Could have yeah. been on the Herald Sun shaking yeah. his hand. Cheers, <laughs> good blokes giving back. Could have got three years membership. That's a cracker story. So he just left it there. It'd have been He handed it back as oh man, I'm flat. See you later. that is great. Yeah, the AFL Grand Final. They used to pump. Whether you're there, everyone was there. That was good. And all the boys would be wearing the. Uh, over yeah, the show. Yeah, 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 why yeah. not? Uh, yeah, yeah. You'd why see not? a few You're different players rolling in and out. Oh, yeah. I'm um, And then obviously now we – do you got a labor hire company as well? So everyone yes. listening, you blokes are just weapons. You're not just doing events and entertainment. <laughs> you then got this as well. Do you want to touch on how that started and, and yeah. um, so, how that's going? So we saw an opportunity going back about eight years ago uh, while we still had Eve as well, and we knew that Eve was eventually going to phase out. And at that stage, we could sort of see a move in the market. Now, you're always talking to different people, and that's the one thing about HOSPO is that you're always running into different people and, and getting a gauge. And yeah, deal flow, don't you? Yeah, deal you flow, do. you know, just people constantly talking about different deals and different ideas, and you're just you're just touching so many different people all the time. Yeah, and, a, time. and a mate of ours came to us and said, you know, what do you what do you think? And we said, yeah, this this sounds like a pretty growing sector, and and since then it's grown even more. I mean, we're not manufacturing. In Australia, so the warehousing side of it was always going to be something that was always going to grow. Um, so that's how it, it sort of stemmed from there. So we deal mainly in transport logistics stuff, so pick packing, um, forklift driver, container unloaders, so all sort of um, entry, a lot of entry level positions. And yeah, we've been able to sustain that now for well, was it two years ago? It wasn't looking too flash when uh, the whole world came yeah. crashing down. It was like, oh god. Mm. What do we go from here? So from that side there, we, we, we've always had a cleaning arm to the business as well because it was always been about the hardest thing about business is getting your clients. 
And when you've got them there, how can you best service them? So we added the, the cleaning arm to it and sort of came around by mistake. One day a client said, hey, mate, can you put a, a cleaning quote together for us? I said, yeah, yeah, of course. I'm like, shit, righto. It looks like we're in the cleaning game. So bang. <laughs> and then that, that's uh, the cleaning side of it. So away we went from there. Um, and then to during COVID, we, we saw the other opportunity there when places had to be uh, deep cleaned and, and the like. So we, we moved into that sector, which helped boost the, the business name back out there a little bit more during that time. And then, yeah, over the last sort of 12 months, because of the shortage and the labour hire shortage uh, in Victoria and really by the sounds of it throughout Australia, we had a great band of people who we still had on our books. So we found people who we'd been knocking on their doors for for years suddenly were knocking on our doors saying, hey, mate, can you help us out with some staff? And, and fortunately for us, we've been able to grow that even awesome. stronger. So, yeah, it's as much as it wasn't a great time, COVID for us, it actually helped build that other business, that business during that year yeah. and, and it's now on a uh, on a really good trajectory and, and continually growing. That's great because yeah. I'm sure on the flip side, hospitality over the last two, three years has been really difficult. Mm. Um, but the exciting thing is Bar Bambi on ACDC Lane, uh, you've just launched. Talk to me about how that come about and how that's been and we'll go through the challenges that's had. But um, yeah. That, that, that's been... Um, We've been open now for six months and we've been incredibly lucky with the response we've had. So we'll start off with that. It's been a fantastic run we've had so far. Prior to that opening date was a few of the toughest years of our life yeah. in business. It, it was it was, it was was shocking. We sold Eve six years ago. When we sold Eve, we'd had a deal done on a particular site and the deal, the the guy reneged and we could have gone through the process of suing and all that sort of stuff. But we were at a point, it's like, you know, let's not get ourselves bogged down with that, move on, um, onto the, we'll find another site. Mm. So there was sort of 12 months of, uh, of or six months really of mucking around with that particular site. Yeah. And, um, which was disappointing for us because we had such a solid business infrastructure around us from Eve, all the, the staff and everyone wanting jobs. So we we're basically going to go, okay, here we are here, straight there. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So it was boom, ready to go versus starting. We know the amount of work that's involved in getting everything up from the ground up. Mm. So, you know, that, that ended up falling over. So, all right, let's not sit there and bog ourselves down well, with so that. Let's get two, onto the- Two years in court proceedings. Yeah. Like, let's, why would let's, you bother? Let's play yeah, on and get onto the next thing. Anyway, at the time there was a, another site nearby that, was uh, that was up for tender, yep. and that was supposed to be a, a three month tender that we that a lot of people went for. We won. Anyway, that ended up being twelve months. That three Four, month, yeah, fourteen, yeah, fourteen, 14 months. months. It was supposed yeah. to be three months. It, was, it turned into fourteen months. Right. So all of a sudden, we're basically two years down. Yep. Right. So half of that staff that we had, they've gone. Right. We've still got sort of half going. What's going on? When are we at? Cool. I'm trying to keep everybody warm. Um, that deal, again, without going into too many details, the, the, the agent who we were going with was working for the, the, for the landlord, landlord yeah. at the time. And the agent ended up when we'd been in a meeting and he'd be sitting there abusing the landlord saying, mate, what are you doing? We've signed this deal. You've reneged on this, this, and this, it's, it's done deal, right? So we'd signed our heads of agreement. Then when it came time to signing the actual final lease document, the um, it'd be time we'd meet. He go, oh no, I've changed my mind, and he'd change everything. And change yeah, different clause in every this, single time. This would yeah. keep happening. So this was a fourteen month process. Mm. So all of a sudden, we've wasted. For, eventually, after we changed it so many times, we just said we're done. So we walked away from mm. that, 
right? Yeah. And then we came across um, ACDC, ACDC Lane. Lane. Yeah. And um, we'd previously knocked on the, the, the tenant's door and they weren't quite ready. And then we, um, we re-engaged with them, went through a little process. We did a deal with those guys there, bought the, the lease from them. Yep. And um, we were in the middle of event season at the time. So the, the negotiation goes for a bit of time, obviously. So call it another six months of negotiation. All of a sudden, we're two and a half years from mm. Eve. We do the deal. We're in the middle of event season. So because you're so busy with the events and everything at the time, we didn't want to start immediately. So we did a six-month settlement date. So that pushes it out to three years. Yeah. At the three-year mark on settlement date, our liquor license didn't transfer to us. Oh, wow. Right? So that took another six months so to get six, Another six to nine months of yeah. getting it transferred. Yeah. So all of a sudden, we're three and a half years down. Yeah. All right? Mind you, all the money that we've spent along the way. So then we're three and a half years down. And cool, we've, we've ended up, finally, we had to go through different legalities to get the license transferred across. Came across, fantastic. We get in there, we settle. We settled in 2019. Whatever, end of 2019. Yeah. We got the oh. joint. It was a very, it go. was an old decrepit building. We yeah. gutted the place. Everything needed to be done. A lot of structural works. We had to, the, the, the concrete slab was, was crumbled. Crumbled. There was, no there was you know, the, the level above us was falling on top of us. There was leaks coming in. There was, we had to underpin the whole building. How long story short, there was, there was sort of six months of, of structural phase one work so, that yep. we needed to achieve that was rather costly. Yep. That's fine. We got all that done, got through the hard yards, then it became an empty shell. And then just as we we're about to begin our fit out, you know, making, you know, income the, the bar, the booths, the this, the that, yep. right? COVID yeah, mate, COVID rocked up. Right? That was good. Right? So then we spent two years of stop, start, stop, start, start, stop, start yeah. lockdown. We're like, all right, we're so far buried into this project financially. What do we do? Do we just, you know, cut it's our right. losses? We can't, we've, we've put, we've put, we'd put five years into it, four, five, four, five years into it. Do we cut our losses, the money that we've spent on it, the time, everything, or do we keep going? We stop, we start, we stop, we start. Anyway, we kept doing it, stopping, starting, stopping, mm. starting. And it was an incredibly challenging couple of years there, yeah. but. Um, we had a couple of other, uh, a couple of other investors involved with us. And if they hadn't have been involved with us, if it was just our money alone, we would have walked away from it and said, you know what, you know, we'll tear up our own money. But because we had a couple of other people mm. with us as well, we said, you know what, there's one thing to, to tear up our money. There's another thing to be doing someone else's money. So we said, all right, let's stick this out and let's get it. And we stuck it out and stuck it out and stuck it out and stuck it out and stuck it out. It was always. Look, I, and, I, and we yeah. and we finally finally got there. And, and I, I know um, from a personal point of view, look, we always knew well, I, the, the location can't be beat. Mm -hmm. And the product and what we wanted to introduce, we had so much faith in. And obviously you do your own sort of market research amongst people who, you know, who's got a fair understanding of the market and where trends and everything are. And the feedback from them was so great. So I think that certainly helped, you know, spur you on a little bit. But, like, there were days there where we'd sit there in the room or, like I said, all the, the 
the um, framework, everything's sort of been just sitting there. Nick and I just sitting there at a, at a worker's bench on a plastic table looking at this whole joint going. Going, what are we doing? Should we do what it? Do we, do we keep do going? Do we, do we do it? Okay, well, then if we do keep going, we do keep going, all right, do we scale it back a little bit because we don't know when we open if we're going to be able to do the same numbers as we originally achieved? Do we change the design? Do we change this? Do we change that? Do we change this? It was do almost going to be made that? out of balsa wood at one stage. Yeah, yeah. Like, we just, we just continued. We chopped and changed, chopped and changed. The amount, of, the amount of time and thought process that goes into that, there's yeah. months and months of yeah. talk and chatter and do we rebrand it and do we retweak this? So, you know, so you, you cannot... We, we were approached to do a reality TV show actually about the whole um, bef before whole going yeah. into it. And we we didn't, we were looking at it, but we didn't go down those lines because we thought it'd be too much of a distraction from what our main goal was, which was to set up this, this venue. Um, in hindsight, if we had have done that show, what an amazing show it would have been yeah. to have shown the different journey that we went on, the ups and the downs to get to the final destination. And that's it. That's and that's the the part. Like there be some days you just come in, you're just like, fuck this. Yeah. Why? Why? Well, why? Got and you know, and the, and the other, you know, and go, mate, look, I reckon, you know, and you'll be right. And then the next yeah. week, you know, you come and go, this is fun. I go, mate, yeah, but what about this? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He'd be flat, or you I'd know, be flat. You know, yeah. you know, we'll we both, both be, be flat, 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 you know, yeah, and be like, we'll be right. Hell. Give it another day, we'll be right again, oh, you know. And Jesus Christ. And just to continually talk about having goalposts, and, oh, and it's still God. happening now, as you've seen, like with COVID restrictions and this, and the way they spoke about the hospitality industry was like it was never going to open ever again yeah. and no life was ever going to come back into the city again. That's it. And then when we've opened, when we've opened, there's, you know, there was no one in the city. Yeah. We were lucky that we had our own, had have our own following, so people come to support us. But, you know, there, there wasn't that passing trade that was in the city once upon a time. We originally set up our business model based on a seven-night operation. Yep. It can no longer be a seven-night operation because you don't have, there's people aren't coming into the city for all those days anymore. So mm. we've reduced it down. We're a four night a week operation, We're not doing the days like we originally planned. Yeah. Um, you know, then there's staffing issues now where, you, where so many people in the hospitality sector the last couple of years, well, they've left. They couldn't make money for the last two years. So they've gone, well, why am I going to? Why am I going to continue to stay working in this industry? They packed up, they left. So all of a sudden, once upon a time, you had that many people working here. Well, all the, those professionals cut in half. Then you had the internationals. They went overseas. So you'd gone down to that. So you've got just such a poofteenth of a, yeah, of a, of a, um, a marketplace for, for staffing. And um, so yeah, you just have to, you, we've had to. Um, Do nine million hours ourselves. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah really. But yeah, but that's, and, and that's what it is. Like everyone speaks about, you know, the, the, oh, great, the borders are open now. That's got nothing to do with it. It's not going to change it because what Nick was just saying then, the professionals took off and went to Queensland and, and New South Wales for that first part. All stopped all together. All stopped altogether. Then the people who didn't move went, yeah, forget it. I'm going to go and find this thing called a nine to five job and said, how good's this? You get a weekend, yeah. you get holiday pays, this is great. Yeah. And off they went. And then you had the other part where you had Obviously, no one knew coming into the industry because there's no kids coming through from school. That's it. Parents then, definitely weren't like, encouraging their go. kids when they get out of school to go and get a job working at a bar or to do this. So it's, know, not, it's, not, it's not about the borders opening. No. There's, mate, there's, there's, there's a, a substantial time that needs to yeah. go on still until we get to a um, – yeah. You got. You need professionals to come back into the industry, and, and that's what we're facing at the moment. Is that we're starting with we've got a great team who work with us. Um, they do some monster hours with us as well. But they're willing to learn and they're showing up on time. And you know what? If you could, if you're doing that, showing up and you're willing to learn, then eventually, you know, it'll 
little click that, yeah, certainly it's a, Yeah, I appreciate the insight. It's incredible. And it's great for everyone out there to listen to that because not only are they going to get down to Bar Bambi and support you guys, it's, it's hospitality in general, you know, getting getting out and about again and getting Melbourne back to what it was. Yeah. How long do you think it'll take for Melbourne to be the city that it was? It's hard to say. It's really difficult to say because people, like, like trends begin – Slowly, you know what I mean? Like the old cliche, Rome wasn't built in a day. Mm. Like, didn't it? Slowly over time, it over time became a certain way. Same with Melbourne. Slowly over time, it became this 24-hour, you know, seven-day-a-week city. It became a mini- Go back 10, 12 years ago, no one was coming to the CBD. No. Yeah, yeah, you're right. About 15 years ago, I reckon. Chris Chris Lucas was the one who- Yeah, put it on the map. Put it on the map. Um, But- it just took time and time mm. and time and time. So you, you can't quantify it. Like at the moment, people are in new habits, I feel, where where once upon a time, you know, they'd go out on a Monday night or a Tuesday night or a Wednesday night or whatever it might be, just, oh, yeah, let's go and have a drink, let's go do this. Well, now, to me, and I'm not sure what you think, it seems more as though they're, they're condensing those nights to yep. making it really count. I know, I'm going out on Friday night and that's going to be my night out. Yep. I'm going out on Saturday night and I'm making that my night out. You know, so it's really that Thursday, Friday, Saturday that they're really making it yep. work for them. And outside of that, that Monday, Tuesday sort of. And especially Wednesday in the city as well. Like, it's amazing how these people, they're condensing their work days now. <laughs> Tuesday to Thursday. Yeah, and they're amazingly off. got, they need to work home on a, uh, Monday, on a Monday and on a Friday. Jeez, that's strange. Perfect. I don't know how yeah. that worked out for them. Uh, good luck to them. Wish I was doing yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'd be milking the hell out of it yeah. myself. But, um, and that's it. So all of a sudden, what Nick was saying before, we've gone from looking at being seven days, seven nights to, well, that you don't have that that passing trade is what what you did early on. So let's just condense it to to what it is. So yeah, we've yeah rearranged our, our model again. Yeah, and I'm sure it'll, we'll get back there. I can't wait for spring carnival personally. Like yeah, it's just even like having a sunglass brand. I've actually identified that events has been a reason why we're probably not having as many sales because people wear sunglasses yeah. at events. So yeah. hopefully we're now in the clear and um, yeah. we're doing events and everyone's out and about and we get that. I reckon spring carnival is a pivotal point for Melbourne because yeah. everyone dresses up, everyone yeah. wants to look good, everyone goes out, yeah. they want an after party and then they're back into the flow of it. So Yeah. yeah. I, I Really, I, for me, spring can't come fast enough for Melbourne and – you know, and that starts really with the AFL finals. Yeah. And then from there, Melbourne just comes alive, really, from start of September through to March. Yeah. The joint's jumping. Yeah. There's just so much going on. Yeah, I can't so wait for Hopefully that. all those new – they said those festivals are reignited. Is the Grand Prix coming back at the same time next year? Be. Don't we're, know what they're doing. So. With, you know, with the numbers, it was incredible. Oh, mate, that, that a huge response. So that in itself shows that people want, you know, yeah. want to be out and about again. Yeah. Um, yeah, and fingers crossed that it all um, – yeah, it starts happening again. Yeah, hundred percent. And I and I was going to ask you what the biggest challenges are, but that'd be silly because we just went through them all. Let's go to uh, the flip side, Bar Bambi. What is it exactly? And um, you know, the menu. I, I want to ask about the menu. Why the menu? Um, there's an Italian uh, heritage there. Like, give yep. us a bit of an insight onto when you sat down and said, "This is what I want, and this is why." Yeah. So, I, I guess in the simplest form, you, you'd call it a supper club to a degree, right? Um, it's not a restaurant. It's not a nightclub. It sort of fits in between there somewhere. That's the best way to sort of describe mm-hmm. it. It's a hybrid. And it's something which has been big in the States for some time. I'm not sure you've spent a bit of time yeah. in LA. You would have gone to Delilah and Nice Guy and places like that where where it's, you know, the, the you can go there for an after work drink or you can go there for a nibble or you can go there for a, a dinner. 
um, and then you can go there for a dinner that turns into a party. You know what I mean? That's what we are. That is what we are in a mm. nutshell. You can come there for a drink or a nibble or a party yeah. or a, like a, a celebration birthday dinner. Like we've set up a lot of big booths um, for that. You know, it's your thirtieth, it's we your fortieth, it's your fiftieth, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we love a booth. Yeah, you know, so so. Ultimate night out. Okay, cool. It's my birthday. Yeah, I've booked a table at Bambi for eight o'clock. We'll meet there at seven thirty. We'll have a drink at the bar. Finish having a drink at the bar. Cool. We'll go down to our booth. There's a dozen of us. We're sitting down. We're having dinner. While we're having dinner, there's a guy playing piano. He's singing. He finishes singing. The DJ comes on while you're still eating. You finish your food. The DJ's building the music as it's going along. Then some bottle service comes out, and then it's an hour later, and you're dancing on your table. That's the night that it is. Yep, that's brilliant. That's the night that it is. So yeah. you're going to, uh, it's it's not a restaurant, but it's a, a a restaurant with vibe, you know, with real real food, food and entertainment. We that's need the that. Two, that's yeah. the that's the two keystones that we've we've really. Um, you know, really focused on yeah. food plus entertainment. Yeah. You know, we're not a we're not a restaurant. You know, you're not going there for a fine dining experience, but you're going there for the food's the food's sensational, mm. the drinks are sensational, the the venue's beautiful, but the vibe is electric. We love energy. We need yeah. energy. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Usually yeah. they're putting tables and chairs up around you, you know, at 30 <laughs> in a restaurant. Our people are dancing on top of us. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you know, that's that's the awesome. difference and it's and it's worked well. In answer to what you were saying before, heritage wise, yet where the old man, he was a, an import from Italy, from Trieste back in 1951 or, or two, something yeah. like that. So that's where the uh, the Italian side came back. Um, a lot of people do enjoy Italian food as well. Um, and that's once again part of our research. No use just putting together something that people aren't going to eat. doesn't matter how proud you are of your heritage. If no one uh, yeah. enjoys eating it, then there's no use putting it together. Um, and and funnily enough, they, were, they started off in hospitality back in, in Italy 80 years ago. So it was always in the blood to yeah. begin with. It's come together. But we actually nicely, didn't really yeah. know that much. It no, just, I didn't we, do we, really, we, yeah. we fell into it in the end. Yeah. yeah. You know, it was, it was never my career path. Yeah. And even mum, I think after our second joint, was saying, when are you going to get a real job? Yeah, <laughs> really, my mum's yeah, saying that to me yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just yeah. talking shit yeah. at the moment, yeah. mum. Yeah. I'm yeah. working it out. Yeah. I don't know what I want to do. Uh, no, she's probably right. No, yeah, yeah, she probably, yeah, exactly. I should have listened to her yeah. for a change. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was it. Yeah, when are you going to get a real job? Oh, okay, mum. Oh, yeah. Well, this is, I can't see it changing much now. I know. So, well, you you know, midstream. You've done well. We're, we're unemployable. What time does Bar Bambi finish up? We close so Thursday to Sunday. Thursday nights we open. We open from five pm till three am. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sundays we're uh, an afternoon session where we open from two to eight. Two till eight. Mm. So that's our um. They're our times. As we go along, as we build up our staffing capabilities, mm. we will then begin to open you know, earlier hours and look at doing lunches. We'll look at doing other nights of trade as well, but that's where we're standing at the moment. And and you know what? It's working very well in that. It's great to hear. Yeah, mm. it's doing really well in that space. If I was to say to you over your journey, um, there's one rewarding moment that stands out. There's obviously heaps of rewarding moments, but what's the one moment now that I say this that something just sticks out front of mind? From a business perspective? From a business point of view, yeah. I mean, when, we, when we won best Bar in Australia, going back, bar and club in Australia. That was with our eleven. Was it? Yeah, we yeah. that were the first Victorian place to ever do that. It's incredible. Yes, yeah. we won the best venue in Australia, which was that was pretty rewarding. I must yeah. say. Um, 
outside of that, to be honest with you, just getting the doors open of this mm. venue was was extremely rewarding for us just after the Again, it's so hard to describe to people what we went through to oh, get there. Well, we kind of got a glimpse then. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah, that's, mate, mate. I, uh, I, I suppose I'll say when, when we actually sold Eve and, and the, you know, the social media posts, which people didn't yeah, have to right. say, there was a yeah, really right, a lot of like, some amazing things Either. that people had to say. Yeah, forgot And it was that. a really – and I actually saved a, a lot of it. I was like, you know what? Yeah, like sometimes you actually feel it. People are almost against you. Well, especially mm. I did anyway. Yeah. Then I'm front, front door, <laughs> I'm and door I, mate. You know? <laughs> did you? So I was probably right. Um, but it was there were some really really lovely words like and yeah. you know it's, it's easy for people to bag things, but yeah they and they were just you could when you actually read through it, it was like yeah that was it was very humbling. Yeah, to, it was actually, wasn't that, it? You know, and then there were people as well who go, you know, I met my wife there, my husband there. Yeah, got my kids now there, my kid after your venue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, so there's a little little things like that. You're like, yeah, that's that's pretty special, that. And you sort of think, I mean, it's a business at the end of the day, but you don't realise how much it actually connects people. It does. And even like some nights here when it, it turns from that restaurant sort of vibe to the, you know, the party time and the place you can just feel like going that. I start laughing to myself. I go, have a look at this freaking madhouse for you. Yeah. Like, people are loving it. They're, in, they're really enjoying their night. And they go, yeah, this is, this is bloody good. It's I'm, great. I'm, I'm happy for this, you know. So, yeah. Oh, I must say, like, even looking back now, we were just, because I'd, I'd be in Perth. So when I come over, it was spring carnival yeah. or off season. And it was always Eve and, mate, I never had a bad night. Yeah. I don't think there was ever a bad night. I was always there on a Saturday night. So yeah. I've got, but um, you did a great job for a long time. So I'm looking forward to go to Barbambi. I know I sound like a bit of a fraud right, here yeah, asking you about right, it. I haven't no. been there yet. But <laughs> don't worry, lads. I'll be uh, letting yeah, everyone know. Loving the granny waiting for you, mate. Yeah, love that. I've got some quirky questions in where because uh, I don't want to hold you up too long. But the biggest celebrities to walk into your clubs, who were they and what was the uh, what was the moment or occasion? Kanye West. Kanye wow. West, Britney. Britney Spears, One Direction. Yep. Usain uh, Bolt. Yep. Kamal. There's some big names there. Kanye yeah. West is a, one of the biggest names yeah. in the yeah. world. Pretty yeah. hard to beat that. Um, yeah. What, was, what yeah. were they like? Do you know, Kanye West, when he came, he was um, uh, he was relatively unknown. He'd just done American Boy. Remember that song with Estelle? Yep. Yeah. I'm not going to sing it. Yeah. And so he was just on the rise. Okay. And do you know what? He was very, very pleasant, I remember, which which when I, when you look at him now, how he comes across like a raging douchebag, he was actually <laughs> he was actually really pleasant. I, I, I remember thinking that. He was very, very quiet though as well. I remember no, he, he wasn't drinking. drinking. Do you remember? Yeah, I just sat in, in their the bed corner. and I just sat there. No, nah, mate, not drinking. Didn't say mate, but no, not <laughs> yeah. drinking. Not, not, no, nah, not drinking. I'm fine. Just to go out. Oh, Jason Derulo. Oh, Jason Derulo. He did yeah. a live performance there actually. Yeah, did he? First, yeah. I think he did his first Australian, Australian gig there. there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was pretty, yeah, pretty big. And who yeah. seeks out these celebrities? Are they reaching out to you guys to do a most, gig? Most of the time they reach out to us, which is, which is, um, which is nice. You know, again, you, you, you build up a. A brand or a profile around the business, and um, and then from the different people you know, you know they give you a call. Hey, I've got such and such who's in town, or yeah. you know they want to come Brilliant. in for a drink. Serena or Williams, she'd have Serena her. Serena Williams, every, every year. Year. when she won the uh, Aussie Open, she yeah. won a few of them. She'd always yeah. have a party here in Venus. They so come every down. year. <laughs> yeah, she was there all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so look, and I think as well, you know, we, you always provide that great feel, that safe environment for them as well, so that you know that. You where know, they're, they're surrounded by other people who are similar like to themselves. Minded. Yeah, like-minded yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's it. And that's the same as what we've created this time around. 
It's great. Tom um, Sheridan was always one of the big names. Yeah, oh, I forgot to say that first sorry, off. Sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> what is your greatest advice to anyone out there listening? There might be a young entrepreneur or kind of guy or girl. Don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my advice as well. <laughs> Don't do it. Uh, Don't do it. Do you know what, right? This is it's talk about being having your head up your ass as a young kid and probably still half up there now being an older kid. The fir- our first boss at the Middle Park Hotel, Roger, and I remember he, he was sitting there and he actually didn't set up the motel. And I was sitting there and I was running the Friday nights from at that stage and I was talking about, you know, I'll eventually do my own places and he used to call me Tickety. He goes, Tickety, I'll give you a word, mate, word of advice, don't do it. <laughs> and I went, he just doesn't want me to be better than him, right? That's what it is. He doesn't want the competition. Uh, Fuck it, I'm going to uh, go for it now, uh, you know. And then I'm, we're still best mates now. I go, Jesus, I wish I had a bloody listen uh, to you, mate. <laughs> uh, you weren't saying it for anything. And he, he laughs and um, look, it's, it's a hard slog Running your own business, um, hospitality is a very hard slog, but it's very rewarding as well. You know, it can be financially very rewarding, which is great. It can be um, personally rewarding as well in terms of what it is that you've achieved. But it's extremely challenging as well with the number of different. There's more variables, in my opinion. Within we're across a number of businesses over the years. There's more variables in hospitality. What we do than yep. any other industry that we've been involved with, it's incredible. Yep. So, in terms of um, you know advice to to any young entrepreneur or young person wanting to start their own thing, they have to be very very thick skinned. You know, you're a, a former professional athlete, gone through the rigs of playing AFL football, all the the ups and downs that you achieve during that time when you're playing football, you remember, fuck, you get dragged off the ground. Why is he getting a game? I'm not. I'm that much better than him. That bloke there, he, I used to run rings around him and he used to tag me. Why is he getting a game over? You know, the the mental ups and downs that you, mm. you know, the, 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 the mental strength that that yeah. gave you from your sporting background really is what helped ground really – yeah. Um, help us as well. So you, you, th- they need to be very mentally strong. Yeah. Yep. Get ready for a, get ready for the the ups and downs of everything. Yeah. Don't look at if, if you yeah. if you're not that way inclined and you don't have that that attitude to just keep going and keep going and keep going. Uh, running your own show, it's not for you. You'll yeah. crumble. Yeah. yeah. You'll crumble. It's and great it, advice. And it is. It's a it's a process. It's a, and it's a slow process. Everyone, yep. you know, you see, think, especially now with Instagram and all the, everything else like that, you know, look at me, I've got the money. I've got the, uh, most of them haven't got jack anyway. Yeah. It's just for the post or whatever it is and, yeah. you know, here I am. Don't let that cloud your thinking and, and to think because you are a business owner, suddenly you're a, a, a squillionaire overnight. It's just. Yeah, yeah, you might be a business owner. still not a squillionaire. I'm still yeah. trying to get there. Yeah, you know? I know. Every, and but, a lot of people do want the quick fix, you know. Mate, it's not there. It's, it's, <laughs> that's it. And then I guess the other thing, if they do have that, you know, the, the, the toughness to stick things out, you know, I really believe in you, you need to look at what is it that you want out of that business. Ultimately, what you want to make out of it is money. So do the numbers stack up? Mm-hmm. And then the other thing you need to look at as well and, and something that you and I really assess more so now as we're older with kids is, you know, what is it that they want out of their life? You know what I mean? These last how many months with us, we've been working day and night, day and night, day and night, mm. day and night. We've got kids at home, not getting that opportunity to spend with them the quality time that we'd like. We know that we will, right? It takes time to get on top of your processes and everything. But that's one key question that 
the person starting that business needs to also think about is, you know, what is it that you want out of this business? Do you want to be, do you want to be just a slave to your business? Do you want to be, mm. um, you know, w- w- how much time are you willing to dedicate to it? What sort of lifestyle is that going to give to you? What sort of return is it going to give you? What sacrifice will you make though as well? Do you have the, do you have mm. the, you know, the toughness to get through it? Yeah, there's there's, there's, sac- there's plenty of sacrifice. What do you guys want out of Barbambi and every other business? Ultimately, you want money. Yep. Ultimately, you want money. That's the whole objective of going into business. You don't go into business just for just for fun. Of course, you need to enjoy the journey. If you're going into it and hating it, then you know you, it's it's never going to you're never going to. Yeah, it's going, yeah, to re- it's going to reflect in no, everything that, you do. Let's yeah. face it, so, you can't be sitting there with a grumpy face and yeah. Yeah, someone walking in no going, what are you doing here? That's it. So it, 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 the whole idea is to set up a place that is, uh, you know, a good, a good financially viable business. So far, so good. Um, the plan is to have it for long term, um, to roll out other products associated with it as we're building our business infrastructure and our team around it, roll out our products. We've got our own cocktails that are now stocked at certain um, supermarkets. We've got other products that we're going to be releasing as well, like mm. our, our vodka pasta. We're going to be getting that stocked in supermarkets. You know, So have this key brand and off that key brand, we'll roll out our products off the off the side of that, and then who knows where that can go from yeah. there. So that's, that's our long-term play Love with it. it. And... Um, um, yeah, we'll see how we go from It's there. great advice. I think a guy once said to me, he asked me that question and he goes, if you don't say money at the start, you're kidding yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, you can it. look as good and feel as good, but when you don't have any money, your business is done. So Correct. that is the first and foremost. And yeah. obviously there's things after it, but love the honesty. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Right. This is Tommy's 10. There so we go. Top 10 with Tommy. There we go. Give it a shout there out to Jakey, my, my business partner of uh, this podcast. He couldn't be here today. He's a crook. So, Jakey, bad luck, mate. I'll handle the fort. Uh, uh, <laughs> just to love it one out up front. But, um, <laughs> right. So, what's the most popular drink that's ordered at a club or bar? Tommy's Margarita at the moment. Yeah, I think, it is. At our place. Tommy, Tommy's Margarita or Negroni. Is yep. that a spicy or is that just normal? Just normal. Good name, that one. There yeah. you go. Hey, most, Tommy's, yep. yeah. <laughs> I like the spicy ones. Yeah. All right, most popular shot ordered at a bar. Classer Azul. Classer Azul's a big thing, yeah. We're big getting a lot of limoncello Cello. people yeah. getting yep. into limoncello now as well. Yeah. Yep. What's the least? Least ordered. popular? Yeah, least you know, ordered? Yeah, so you've probably stocked it and it's not going. Least ordered? The Southern and Coke. Southern Company and Coke. Bundaberg and Coke. Bundaberg. Oh, yeah. yeah we, don't, we, don't even, we don't even stock Strike that hand. one, but that's the least ordered. <laughs> Throw it out the back. Yeah. yeah. Right. What's the weirdest thing that you've seen at one of your clubs or bars or businesses over the years? I saw a sh- lady take a shit at the reception <laughs> one. <laughs> I remember that. What? I remember what? that. No wonder you started I remember that. business. I remember that. Oh, my God. She took a ship. Oh, so my God. You go leave, right? Yeah. You walk down those stairs and you had this landing ship. Yeah. yeah. That I looks remember. like the spot. It was on the Friday night. On the Friday night. Oh, my God. <laughs> we're watching on camera. We're going, Is no. No. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah. not to be outdone, she then left. Back up the stairs and took a piss on our bar manager's oh, car. Oh, so wow. I reckon she was going all right that night. Wow. <laughs> yeah, wow. she hadn't been rorted. Let's put wow. it that way. So, wow. and so let's just in case there's any liquor licensing listening, she hadn't been in the venue. We reassessed her and then took her out. So, <laughs> but she hadn't been drinking in our venue prior to. Uh, what do you do after that? I mean, whose whose job cleans well, that up? To say she was even drunk. 
There well, go. that's it. That's it. She might be just might be her go. Her thing. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, was, what, what's that's Johnny Depp's missus was yes. doing it in oh, her yeah. joints. Yeah. That might be all the go. Maybe she started the trend. <laughs> Johnny Depp just is knee trending at the moment. Oh, oh wow. wow. He's that's got his same. hands tied there. Well, he's enjoying his uh, banter back he's to the He's giving it back to oh, him. He says, oh, I'm yeah. drinking going. heavily. You were there, were you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think they asked him. He's very smart and witty. He's giving it straight back to him. Because he's an actor, it'd be very hard to beat on stand. Oh, yeah. They just turn it around. But he's been quick with his response. Yeah, he's though. been on him. They, they said to him, they said, oh, you, something about uh, and you, you carry coke. That box there, coke, you know, you had coke and he goes, well, it looks like it could it carry coke could, and. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's all over it, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Back over their head. He's, uh, he's, he's, She's got some Muppets representing him. Oh, yeah. Because I actually have been right into it. Yeah. And she was sitting there talking about um, – he, he started digressing on whatever, just exactly how I am now. And they said, no, 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 stick to the facts at the court time. He goes, you just took five minutes before looking for some evidence and I had to sit here. You're talking yeah. about taking up mine, the court's yeah. time. Oh. And he just hit it straight back over oh, his head been, again. Yeah. Oh, mate, he's, he's, he's been, been rattled the other yeah. guy a few times. Yeah, yeah he's destroyed yeah. him. Yeah, We're on TikTok a bit, putting all these clips up all the time. I love TikTok, it's but great. it's all over there. People are just yeah. clipping up things and yeah. him just being real sassy yeah. and yeah. does this little, he looks at her and she looks <laughs> like she's just, oh, it's, <laughs> I hope they sort that one out. All right. If there was one AFL player that comes to mind, who was the sloppiest at Eve back in the day? Oh, no. I'm going to say that. I know who I was, but I'm not going not gonna to go bagging anyone. Anyway. No, yeah. no, 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 no. I was hoping I knew him. That's right. Here's a mirror. <laughs> oh fucking! Oh, that's great. Right, if you could describe one another, how would you describe each other? Bald and tanned. There you go. <laughs> Straight off the cuff. That's great. Favorite book, podcast, or documentary that you think we should all go watch, listen to, or read? Mate, I don't read, so I'm not really. I don't the read one either. To, uh, to ask that question, I read the, I read the paper of a day. I'll we'll read the the um, you know read the horoscopes on the on the, on, the, uh, <laughs> on the different financial sectors or real estate, but I actually don't read, mate. So it's a really um, yeah, really, that's great. That's a, that's a great. There's a great response yeah. for you. <laughs> you probably you do no, read, yeah, I, I I did, but I haven't I haven't, haven't had time. Haven't time for for ages. It's so. a shit question to be honest, because I wouldn't know how to answer it either. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but, look, some people do. Some some people religious that my wife reads. Every night. So yeah. my missus does yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. loves my, it. My so, kids love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so and I'll, there, there you go. It's probably one of the kids' books. Yeah. Yeah. Captain Underpants. There you go. I've been enjoying <laughs> reading that one of the kids of late, so that's been good. There you go. Captain Underpants. Yeah. Um, what are you passionate about away from work and family? So when you do get the audication to have two weeks off, gents, what are you doing and what do you enjoy? Really, my, my passion is uh, my family and friends, um, travel, and uh, business, food. That's it. Yeah, yeah. That's just it. about we. That's it. So it's great, and it's good that it all kind of it does. That's it. That's it. So there's no, for me, there's nothing better than going away on holidays with my family, going out having a nice feed, catching some sun in a nice location, happy. That's it. That is all I need. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty yeah. much much the same as far as the passion's concerned. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. What does your routine look like? Sleep diet and just anything in between is there any meditation is there anything that you guys do to keep yourself sane with what's going on um or is it just go 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 at the moment for me it's just go 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 um i want to try and get back into some training it was funny before we opened i was running sort of five six times a week 
Now yep. it's down to, I reckon I've been on five runs since November. So for me, it's about trying to get that balance again. Plus you're dropping your kids off to school of the day. So that eats in it. Damn those kids. Yeah. <laughs> you're training. Yeah. But, you know, so, so for me, and then diet's actually all over the shop as well at the moment. Sort of Monday to Wednesday, it's sort of get home and have a feed. Thursday, Friday, Saturday is eating at the pass during the night. And when I say the pass, the pass is in, in, the, the, in the kitchen. So I'll quickly run in there at maybe 10 o'clock at night and go, shit, I've been here since four. I haven't eaten yet. And uh, yeah, it's just quickly throw me a pasta and I'll just scoff that down, you know, end up with third degree burns in my mouth <laughs> and fucking boiling <laughs> hot, get it down and then straight back outside and then eat the re- leftover of the pasta at about two o'clock in the morning before we get home or yeah. Nick and I will drive, do a drive through. Macca's, right, Macca's oh, wow. oh, There's nothing else to eat, is there? But, you know, it's just that end of the night where you, the the body's just out of whack and then yeah. someday you're just back into into zombie mode and trying yeah. to feed up again and then I'll go and watch, you know, the son play football on a on a Sunday. Doesn't so stop, does there's it? no there's nah, no meditation. There's no, there's no, there's no, no, there's no, there's no downtime. Nah, there's nah. no downtime. Holidays, you get those you need to really book have something booked in and we used to do it back in our previous venues. Every three months, you need a proper holiday. Mm-hmm. Every three months, because you're working day and night, day and night. Day. We, we're we're working a hundred hours a week, so it's 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 non it's not sustainable to keep going at those rates unless you're having a proper break. Yeah. And eventually, that hundred will come down to ninety, down to eighty, down to a more manageable time frame. Yeah. But um, yeah, so look, I try and do a, a run um, most mornings. Um, it's only just started back up again now. Those First three, four months, we didn't have time to do any running. You'd be up and straight, you know. But now, yeah, that's the that's the you know the last couple of months. Yeah, each morning, get up, go for a run. Um, I like to wake up early, but because we are doing the late nights, it's too difficult to wake up super early just to like, go for a run before dropping the kids off at school. Mm. So you need to be running at sort of six, six thirty, which is too early just work. these days. Before doing the late nights, no problem. But you know, so now you're waking up at seven. But then getting up at seven, you help them get the kids ready, drop them off at school, then go and do a, a quick little run. So you're not doing any major training, but you're mm. just doing enough to yeah. to keep the to keep the mind going more but than that's, anything. Yeah, that's I what find you need. Running's yeah. the best the thing r- I find best. for my mind. Oh, yeah. How creative do you get post run? Even right, mid run, I'm like, oh, oh that is. idea. Yeah. That idea. There's yeah. something that pops in your head. Yeah. Yeah. I was meant to go for one this morning. I yep. Didn't go. I felt a bit guilty, but no, I missed mine as well today yeah. and yesterday. But, yeah, it uh, is what it is. The day before. Yeah. <laughs> Here's some questions from the Aces fans community. Willie J from Paran. <laughs> if I take my missus out for dinner, what are you recommending we order so that she goes home a happy chaffy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, she goes out here. I've actually stitched him up now. I've just made that up because he's messaged me and I'm like, I'm going to stitch you up and write a stupid one. But what do you recommend a couple comes in about Bambi and just orders for dinner? I think there's a set menu from like... So do you want to explain? You can do the explaining explanation oh, of how you the... You can choose the, from this one. You can, either, you can either eat in the restaurant or, or you can the eat in the bar. If you're eating in the restaurant, it's a um, it's a set menu of $75 per person and that includes two antipasti, one, one small, small share, share one, one large share, one salad, one side, one, one pasta, one main, one, you know what I mean? So it's a, it's very good. It's it's beautiful food by our uh, chef Sal um, and um, it's done extremely well. That's a set menu. Or you can go to the bar and you order from the same menu but you're just ordering. Take a you few can, nibbles. You can take a few little nibbles. Yep. Yeah. It's all variable to what you're after. For me – at the moment, I'm, I'm like our obviously we've got our vodka pasta, which has been a massive fan favourite. Yeah, but we've got this ama- amazing um, uh, spanner crab pasta, which is sensational, mm. and I'm getting into the 
then he does a, a pesce crudo, which is a, a, a kingfish, kingfish gapacho, mm. nice cut thin, um, with a nice uh, lemon and olive oil drizzle. Um, drizzle. Yep, yep. It's sensational. Uh, the, you go th- we, we go through it because we eat there phases. three nights a week. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah, you yeah. go. But from here, probably go back and have a pasta there. Once yeah. we're done. <laughs> you, you know, you, you, you get. You have your favourites for a few weeks, yeah. and then you go. It's, just, it's you like know. breakfast. You can't keep having the same the thing. The same can thing. You? That's, That's it. it. Have yeah. you got oysters? We do. We do. I love oysters. But, um, we do it as a special. Yeah. It's, it's their seasonal for one, so we just yeah. make sure that when we're Sydney Rock. Yeah, we have. Yeah. Oh, good. good. Choice, yeah. I, my mates get into me because I'm choice. always that guy. There's probably eight people at dinner, only three people like them. Yeah, we'll get two dozen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Split the bill. Load them up. Load them up. Throw the bowl of Krug in there with you. We're right to roll. Load them up. Dummy Tyson from Clutch and Co. Big shout out to Dummy. He wanted to know what your best career move was. Best career move. Or the best career move you've ever made, I should say, is what he asked. Best career move. It's funny because we fell into our industry, you know, like you start off working, you know, behind the or picking up glasses, then behind the bar, then promoting, then running your own nights, then bought into a place. I suppose if you then, think it as a career move, I suppose it was the first one actually working in hospital, that, that changed it all. But I don't know, like there hasn't been a – that's a really, really tricky question. Mm. There's, there hasn't been one specific career move, has it? Because it's always been falling into the next thing. And then growing it. And, and then whilst you – I think that the thing is once you've built your team around you, and this is really important to do, you need to build a really good, strong team around you, get them to start thinking the same way as you do so then they can work autonomously. Because when they're not thinking how you do, they're doing things different. You want it done like this, they're doing it like that. Once they're trained to a point mm. where they're doing it like you and everyone starts thinking like you, you're, you're creating a cult. You know what I mean? Everyone thinks the same. You will, I know what he's thinking before him and I have grown up together. So he knows what I'm thinking before even saying anything and vice versa. Mm. Then once you've built that team, then setting up other business has always been – a good because, move. So we've yeah, always had something else, another income stream. having something else as a fallback. So yeah. that business going, okay, well, now we've set that up. So if that doesn't keep going on forever, well, we've got that. That's going well. That's going well. Cool. So another opportunity arises. Take that, set that up. So there's been different stages where and we've I think had that's like- that's what it is. I think it's actually finding another opportunity to coincide with what's going on. That's probably the career move because yeah. it's kept you afloat yeah. in the next part yeah. rather than a- being able to pivot. To go, you know what? Yeah, call it pivot, but just seeing an opportunity. I said, okay, hospitality versus warehousing are just poles Chalk apart. But seeing the opportunity going, you know what? Let's seize, seize on that now and to see where that takes us. And, and thankfully, you know, that kept yeah. working. You never know where a business is going to go. You know, like you start off with your idea and then it, it takes its own takes its own journey to a degree. Mm. Yeah. It's fantastic. Uh, this one's from Jared from Suit Vault, actually. You must say, you guys, how many suit jackets do you own? Too many. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running out compilation. We, we put these suits on for this business, Aces in Business show. I've got fucking none left. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to mix up the T-shirt colour so I can kind of blend in with the new Navy look. blue, white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jared's a ripper. He's got um, yeah, Suit Vault over in Perth. And he asked, is, do you guys find that it's better to specifically dominate a location like Melbourne, mm-hmm. um, the mayor of Melbourne almost, you know, almost. so Melbourne, or do you think there's opportunity to maybe 
get out of Melbourne and do the same thing you're doing here in Sydney and Adelaide and, and, and Gold Coast. Because I think what he's trying to do is he's potentially thinking about bring his business to Melbourne because he's done really well in Perth. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's so all very, it's all variable to what your business is though. You yep. know what I mean? Like our business in hospitality is a strong focus is around the personalities that are involved. And we've got our network, a large network of people here in Melbourne, whereas we will, you know, the hospitality, our model is, is strongly surrounds our personality and our friends network us to pick up and move to Sydney well we're not going to be able to have those same people contact us hey mate it's my birthday this week I want to mm -hmm. you know hey it's my yes you can you know replicate your brand or your concept in another location but because our business model really does surround so much about the people um it's not as easy to, to pick up and move to another another place. But then when we talk about our products and all the rest of it, our different ideas or or with our other business with um, Academy, Academy, you know, that's interstate yeah. and that does well interstate because it's not as well, – It's, it's not, not personality as, driven. It's, it's, personality it's, it's, driven. A, it's a service really, yeah. isn't it's it? It's not and, people you know, doing, yeah. That's it. Yeah. You know, it wouldn't matter who it was behind as long as you can get there, do as you say, yeah. and you deliver those people. They're happy. That's doesn't matter. It. Oh, cool. That, okay. And they don't need to see you. Cool. Yeah. That's it. The only time you hear from them is when things things aren't going right. Yeah. You know, and mm. and that's fine. That's yeah. cool. That's what the business is. Now, well said. Well, lads, I must say, I really appreciate your time. Um, my last question is, what's next? Lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, do you know what? It's um. There's a lot of opportunity that's being thrown us at the moment, in particular in the hospitality space. We've touched on it so often throughout this chat is, is you know, staffing issues at the moment. And then the other issue is, you know, continual threat of COVID lockdowns and, and whatnot. The real focus for us now in these next six months is to continue to solidify our staffing. Yep. Once our staffing is rock solid, um, once there's confidence that we're not going to be locked down further and, you know, COVID. Restrictions or whatever it is. Starts to go, external. go back to life. Then it'll be a case of, all right, well, now let's start taking on these other opportunities. Like we we had a, a meeting up in Queensland last week, last week, week before. Yeah. There's an opportunity up there for us. Again, we said to him, look, at the moment our focus is, is getting this right. Um, you know, we've had a lot of venues up for grabs, have come to us with great deals here. Again, we just need to get our one thing rock solid now, staffing rock solid, yep. COVID to disappear, get Melbourne back into normal habits again, and then we'll talk about expansion after yep. that. Great focus. Well, like I said, I, I really appreciate you guys coming on. It's great to see your faces as well. Um, yeah. I haven't seen you for a while, so That's I do really proud. I'm looking forward to seeing you more and more. Um, I'll be popping in for a drink. Don't worry about that. Got Please. some- um, Got the Ricks. Here got we some go. Rick Sunnies. Yeah, yeah, got two styles. So go. Got the Melrose and the Morris. The Morris are go. a little bit bigger. So if you like round Mate, Sunnies, let me know. I can replace oh, them if you want a different them. style, lads. But mate, you've um, done well with this brand, haven't you, mate? Thanks, mate. Good yeah, she's, you, uh, I think, nearly six years in September. So well, it's been a- Good on you, mate. I remember when you started. Yeah. So there's a pair of Sunnies there for you. It's got the- Get around. Look at that. Oh, yeah, straight away. You wear them oh, at the bank. Look at wow. that. Wow. <laughs> hey, who said you can't polish a turd? Look at that. Look at the boys. Wow. Yeah, there you They're on. Outstanding. Obviously from Caps as well. Thank Man, you. Man, our pleasure. Um, Thank you very much. Caps, Thanks, mate. Uh,
Great sponsor of the show as there well. We so Beautiful. If the head's copping it up in Noosa next time you get up there, lads, just Mate, look chuck at that. I can, can get incognito out of this van now. Load it up. Load it up. Straight to the Super Bowl. Mate, thank you, buddy. Thank nah, I appreciate you. it. Good All the best. Good and we'll catch up. And uh, yeah, everyone out there, get to Bar Bambi and support the lads because it's uh, it's been tough, but they're doing great things. So, yeah, have a great day. Have a great day. Cheers, mate. Well done. Cheers, mate. Thanks for listening to another episode. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, please feel free to hit us up on our social channels at Osmerican Aces. If you're entertained, inspired, or feel more educated, please share it with your friends and family because we appreciate the support. Righto, catch you on the next one.